If you're anything like me, you bought your first Airbnb, you were amazed and you said, how can I buy my second one without being limited to those 20% loans that the bank is making you do? Well, today we're gonna to talk about the five strategies that you can use to buy your next Airbnb here on the Fearless Investor channel. Make sure you subscribe and hit that notification bell so you're not missing out on our amazing content. Hey guys, welcome in. This is a question that I get all the time is how do I get that second Airbnb property? I've got my first, maybe you used to live in it. Maybe maybe you even currently still do live in it and you've talked to a loan officer and they said, yeah, you can get another one, but it's gonna be 20% down. You just can't wrap your mind around spending that kind of money and actually scaling this business. Well, first of all, before I go any further, let me tell you, I am not a loan officer. I just have really good ones on my team. And so the things I'm gonna talk to you about today, make sure you get a second opinion, but if you can't find someone that's willing to work with you on these things, maybe you need to go talk to another loan officer that's going to help you out big time with this. Number one, it's a second loan. Did you know that if you own a second property and you can pass it off as either a place that you're living for part of the year or a vacation home, then you only need to put 10% down. Typically, this is gonna be really difficult in the same city that you live in already. So make sure that it's at least, they say about 45 minutes to an hour away and that's gonna help you to be able to pass it off as this is my second home, I go there for vacations, or hey, every once in a while I'm going there for, for work, and for that reason I gotta live in it for a little bit. What's really cool about this, I know people that are actually using this second loan if they can't apply for it, or if they already have a home in that area, and they you can't have a second, second home, right? That's called a third home, and there's no loan for that. But you can partner with someone that is able to use that second home loan for themselves, and you guys can be a part of a deal. 50% of a deal is better than 100% of no deal, right? Number two, it's a slow burn, but FHA or conventional at three and a half to 5% is pretty dang good. So the idea here is that you buy a house, it's your primary residence, you live in it for a certain amount of time, and then you go and buy or rent at a different location, and then start renting this house out and keep that three and a half to 5% down payment without having to put any more money in and that awesome rate that you got that was way more favorable than an investment loan. Now the only issue with this, it's a slow burn because you typically are going to be told by a lender that you have to live in it somewhere around six months to 12 months before you can legitimately move out and not get the loan called because you turn it into an investment property. But this is an amazing way to build wealth. Think about this. If you can buy one house at a time every single year, put 3%, 3.5%, 5% down to buy this home, pay under, let's call it $10,000 to get a brand new home, and then a year later, you're turning it into an amazing cash-flowing Airbnb. It's kind of fun too, right? That's an adventure, living in a new house every single year. I have a lot of friends that are doing this in their mid-20s, and they're building great generational wealth at a very early age. Number three, house hacking. If you're not familiar with this term, it's awesome. It's what I did ever since, honestly, like I was in college, and I just didn't even know I was doing it. It's by having another person in the house or another unit of the property that is paying you rent and you're making money to go towards your mortgage. So the old school way of doing this is you get a four bedroom house, you rent out all three other bedrooms and before you know it, all the rents that the other roommates are paying are going towards your mortgage and you're living for free. A newer school way of doing it, which actually can help you with getting another loan, is going to be getting a property with a maybe detached unit or one unit that you can turn into a detached unit 
and it will actually help offset some of the mortgage, which will help you get pre-approved for a higher loan. Again, talk to a lender, a professional about this because it really does depend on the legalities of is that an actual unit? Can we actually consider that another unit? So make sure that you understand exactly what would pre-qualify as a house hacking type of property that will help you get a higher loan. But either way, even if you use the second way that I talked about, just getting a conventional or an FHA loan, but then start renting out, call it the detached garage or call it, you know, two of the three rooms that you have in the property, whether it's Airbnb or a long-term rental, it can help you pay for that mortgage so that you have no expenses moving forward. Again, this is exactly how I started in 2015. I put one of my rooms on Airbnb. I had a couple roommates as well. We told people on the listing that we had roommates, that it was kind of a, you know, a bachelor pad and the people that came in still came in, they paid and it helped me to not have to pay a single dollar on my mortgage from 2015 until today. I haven't paid anything on my mortgages because other people have been paying it for me through house hacking. Number four, brr. And no, that's not because it's cold here, it's because that's actually a tactic. So if you're not familiar with it, Brandon Turner over at Bigger Pockets made this famous. It stands for buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat. Now, burring takes a little bit of skill and strategy, but it all comes down to your ability to find off-market or cheap deals and your ability to do some numbers. Here's how it works. You get a property at a wholesale discount, you rehab it to increase the value of the property, and then when you rent it out and then refinance it, the bank is gonna give you 75% on average back of what the new value of the property is worth. If you do this deal right, you can actually not only get the entire property paid for plus the rehab that you put into it, but maybe even the furniture that you put in for Airbnb. Let me give you a real life example of this. In 2019, I bought a property at $165,000. It was a two unit on one lot property and I put in about $55,000 into this property. We were all in $220,000. Well, about six months later, I refinanced it. The property was now worth $315,000. So again, I was all in $220,000, but when I refinanced at $315,000, 75% of that is $236,000. That means that I had an extra $16,000 on the refinance in my pocket to pay for all the furniture of furnishing those homes for Airbnb. Long story short, I had a property for no money out of pocket and a cash flow in Airbnb that today still makes me close to $2,000 per month. That, my friends, is real estate investing at its best. And number five, don't own? Hmm? What do you mean you can do Airbnb without owning the house? That was exactly what I asked in 2019 after I had just gotten done doing this burr deal that I just told you about and was making money. I did the whole researching on YouTube and going down the rabbit hole of podcasts and I found out about this thing called doing Airbnb without actually owning the home, arbitrage and co-hosting. Let me just give you the simple concept of this. You can go to a landlord, tell them I'm going to use your property for Airbnb. I'm not actually gonna live there myself. I'm gonna use it for Airbnb. And you can either get a rent from me every single month and know that I'm gonna pay you every single month. I'm gonna be your best tenant. I'm gonna take care of the things that usually you would have to take care of yourself. Or we can do this deal together and we can partake in the profits together. So let's talk about this way compared to the other ways. To me, this is the best way to scale your Airbnb business. This is exactly how I went from one unit on Airbnb to now over 50 units on Airbnb 
cash flowing over $50,000 per month. Now, how have we been able to do that? It's been through doing it with other people's properties. Let me break this down just in real easy terms. If I have to spend 20% on a loan, or heck, let's even use a conventional loan, 5% and call it a $400,000 property. 5% of $400,000 is $20,000 plus closing costs. That's about another 10,000. We're at $30,000. Plus there's probably gonna be a little bit of touch up work to do at the house, maybe even replacing countertops. We're at another $10,000, we're not $40,000. Furnishing plus consumables, let's throw another 10,000 on there. We're at $50,000 all in for an Airbnb that we bought with a conventional loan. That's pretty good, still it's not a lot of money, but what about one that's ready to go and all you have to do is pay for the furnishing, the security deposit, and the rent every single month. We just went from $50,000 all in for one deal to maybe 10, 12, $15,000. I can do three to five Airbnbs of properties that I don't own with the same amount of money that I just had to use for a conventional loan. Now, I don't know about you, I wanna scale, I wanna move this thing fast. And so for me, when I found out about this, I went all in on doing Airbnbs without owning the homes. So if you wanna learn more about that, I'm not gonna get into that right now, but I have an amazing course that's gonna teach you exactly how to do that. It's in the description down below. It's our Airbnb Kickstart course. It's gonna show you how to find the leads, how to talk to the landlords. I've got scripts, I've got templates, I've got everything you need to know to build this business to six figures in under 12 months if you put in the work. It's the exact roadmap that I've taken to get to six figures on my way now to seven figures. You're gonna be able to follow that exact same format, that exact same roadmap, and all you have to do is click on the link down below. And if you're still not sure if it's the right fit, there's a nice book a call with Kyle button right there, and we can get on a quick 10 to 15 minute call and answer any of your questions about the course. This has been the five strategies of how to buy or get your next Airbnb. I hope it's been helpful. I hope it's expanded your mind a little bit, and I hope that you will go and take some action now and conquer the world of Airbnb. We'll see you next time.